0: Reality of Truth podcast. Let's go. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Hello, friends. Welcome to the next episode. Today, we're going to change directions a little bit, not so much purely on the body and all the scary things that we've talked about for the last 19 episodes. Today, we're going to talk about some more aspects. We're going to get deeper, more about the overall you, not just your fight against parasites or EMF or how water works in the body or any of these other kind of aspects. Today we're gonna get a little bit more existential, shall I say. All right, buckle up, let's go. See, you're made up of three aspects as a human. I know you know this, you've heard this your whole life, I'm about to say it, I know, but you are physical, mental, and spiritual. By the way, the mental part is just reasoning and intelligence, just more like the data stuff, okay? These have major implications on how you feel, how healthy you are. When these three interact, they can either make you feel good, normal, out of sorts, unhealthy, stressful, any number of aspects throughout the day that You uh, don't want to feel, or you are having a joyous time. They all come together. Each one can be out of balance, or each one can be in balance. So here is the reality of you as a human. I'm going to be very blunt in this episode. I'm not going to hold back at all, and I'm going to say things that might upset you, maybe even make you uncomfortable. But I think maybe it will also help you in your daily struggle as a human trying to be healthy because what is healthy? I'm going to ask a lot of questions, try and give the best answers I can. I am not an authority figure in this aspect. I just want to bring this whole topic to you because it is just as important as your diet or your sleep or your oral health or the water you drink, all of these things. You see, there's an end. There's always an end to everything. There's always a conclusion to anything that you do. Let's say you're a boxer or a fighter an athlete. You can go undefeated for a very, very long time, and then one day, that undefeated record just stops. You are 40 and zero, and all of a sudden, you're 40 and one. Doesn't matter who you are, everybody eventually loses. You could be rich one day, you just lose everything. You could be any number of people in any number of situations, and it just ends. Absolutely nothing will ever last forever. The only thing that will last forever is God. Outside of God, nothing you accomplish will last forever. If you don't believe in God, The rest of this episode still applies to you. This is all wisdom and knowledge. Things that I've learned from people throughout my life, things that I deal with and struggle with every single day, and I thought this might be good for you as well. Your body, regardless of how well you take care of it, one day it's just going to stop. Even if you feel absolutely wonderful, even if you feel the same at 90 as you did at 12, doesn't matter. Because eventually, all of a sudden, you will just die. That's just the way it is. Why is death inevitable? Why can't humans live forever? All the physics say that everything about energy is that it never ends. It always transforms into one thing or another. So why do we have to transform from living to death? Why does energy get to change into other things and we don't? Unless you believe in God, I digress. So, why do we age then? Why do we die? This is where the soul comes into play. The body is just mechanical and chemical, but the soul is what gives life. Whether you believe in God or not, and this is not going to be a religious episode, I'm getting this out right now. Whether you believe in a God or not doesn't matter. Everybody knows there is a soul. And if you don't believe in God, but you believe that deer have feelings, that's a soul. So it doesn't matter. It's all the same thing. Everybody has a soul. What is the soul? Where does it come from? Why is it here? What is its potential? And how is consciousness related to your soul? So if you can think and reason and love these kinds of things, and you have a soul, Because a robot doesn't have a soul. So it can still do things that you've programmed into it, like a computer can do. What, why, how does consciousness relate to your soul? That has been plaguing humans forever to try and figure that out. Am I right? If you know you exist, then how do you want to exist? Do you want to be healthy, feeling good, Or do you want to do whatever you want and reap what you sow? Most people just do what they want and reap what they sow. And where does that get them? Oh, I know where that gets them. Super sick. And the last 30, 40 years of their life is terrible because they feel like, you know what? Because they didn't do anything in the beginning to take care of their health. So you suffer in the end. You reap what you sow. So what keeps you alive? Is it sustenance or is it sustenance plus soul that keeps you alive? Because how does food, movement, water, oxygen, emotions, feelings, experiences, and uh, let's say mental health affect your life? What is health? Is it just feeling good or is it thriving? How you feel is based on not only your energy levels and lack of pain, but also your personality. Did you know that? Your personality, where does that come from? Well, that could be, you could say, your spiritual side or your mental side. Maybe the two combined. Hmm. Personality types absolutely will affect how you feel. Hippocrates came up with these. I mentioned them before, but they're sanguine, choleric, melancholy, and phlegmatic. You know, you're developing a very, very loud personality. Those were associated with actual health conditions, but he realized they were also people's personality types based on many aspects. It is absolutely brilliant, and we will have an episode on it because If you don't think that your personality has anything to do with your health, let me tell you, it does. You could be a person with a whole lot of vigor for life and you want fun things and you just can't sit still and you're just rocking and rolling. Yeah, that could be a sanguine type. And then there's people who just will not stop. You can't stop them. They will continue. Those are cholerics. We'll get into the rest on another episode. Your drive which is episode number two, your fortitude can be associated with your personality type. The key is to know your personality type and then your view upon the world as a whole. It's this whole interconnected thing. Once you understand your personality type, then your life could be easier. I would say that probably the number one human killer is stress. It absolutely wreaks havoc in your body. I'm not talking about a little stress that is good for you, like exercise and, you know, daily activities, that kind of thing. Those things signal your body to adapt and become stronger. It's not just chemicals and mold and parasites and EMF and toxins, but also attitude, your vision of the future, your ability to deal with circumstances, roll with the punches, see the future is bright. Your health is determined by more than just Physical means it's also spiritual and mental. We talk a lot about the physical stuff. I don't spend a lot of time on the mental and spiritual, but I've told you before your physical health will affect your mental health. You can cure a lot of mental problems by getting your physical body in check. You are three different aspects of life, making up just one human. It's not just your physical body that's important for your health you have health in many areas. So what are you doing to improve your spiritual and mental capacities? I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this, you probably do things physically, but what are you doing for spiritual and mental? Also understand that, you know, daily nutrition, that kind of thing can affect your mental and spiritual health as well. Daily just Daily nutrition also affects your mental and spiritual health, as well as EMF and water and everything I've ever talked about. The people with the least amount of stress, the least amount of tech, the least amount of processed foods, most social, they're outside in the sun a lot. They go to bed early. They get up early. They put family first. They do clean water. Usually menial jobs with less, you know, desk-type jobs inside a building and that kind of thing. They have less possessions. They eat more quality food. Definitely home cooking. They're more generally spiritual in whatever way that that is for them. They have less corruption of government and the citizens. On and on and on. These people have the happiest life and live the longest. They don't have to deal with so much EMF. They don't have to worry about the basics like water and all that thing we've talked about before because of all these things that I just spoke of. In your life, the key is to do the best you can all the way to the end. You can't. You have to be like Rocky. You can't give up. This is a war. You living on this planet isn't just everything's going to be handed to you. You have to get up every day. You have to spend your time in order to make money. That's what money is. Do you know money is time? That means in order for you to eat, unless you are growing your own food 100%, in order for you to eat, you need to make money to buy it. That's giving up your time in order for money. That goes back to the Garden of Eden. I digress again. In order to buy food, shelter all of these other things, you have to give time for money. Many people in the world can have more things that keep them alive without spending so much time or money. They've learned this, and these are the places in the world that do that. I'm going to get into that a little bit, but you have to fight all the way to the end of your life. If you don't, then you can't complain about where you're at. You can't complain about your health if you don't do anything to take care of yourself. You can't complain about your money. You can't complain about where you're at and status. Everything is there for you. You got to do it. All of your experiences and everything you've been through in that life, which you made until the end, because I just said you, you struggle all over the end, Everything you've been through in that life is what you've also felt. Your sadness, happiness, despair, acceptance, joy, anger, embarrassment. Oh man, we all have those, don't we? Guilt. Oh man, that one tears right to the core, doesn't it? Hope, fear, courage, and my favorite. Gratitude. There is no better place to be than in gratitude for where you are, what you have, who you know, what you've experienced, things you've done, places you have been, miracles you've seen, children you begat, accomplishments you've achieved, and people you have helped and loved. You see your life now? I tried to bring that home to you to see that you are mind, body, spirit. And those three things just experienced the list I just gave you. Hunter S. Thompson, for those of you who know who he is, most people don't have any clue. I didn't. But when I remembered his quote, then I'm like, okay, there's this guy that said this, which was totally awesome. I'm sure you'll recognize this one. One of the best quotes in all of life, especially for the people who don't want to be complacent. He said, life should not be a journey to the grave with the intention of arriving safely in a pretty and well-preserved body, but rather to skid in broadside in a cloud of smoke, thoroughly used up, totally worn out, and loudly proclaiming, wow, what a ride. Come on, does that not just light you up? Knowing that life starts at one point and then ends at another point, what do you do with yours? What do you want to do with yours? What can you be? What can you be? If you can give up all the garbage in your life that tears you down, all the foods you shouldn't eat, all the things you shouldn't consume, and those things are wide-ranging, we all know. If you could unleash all the power of your body, mind, and spirit, what would you become if you pulled out all of the strongholds in your life? Maybe God put those there to make you overcome them to have goals and to achieve these goals because it was easy to get to anything worthwhile, then everyone would do it, and nothing would be extraordinary. Maybe those are in your life to make you overcome them to have goals and to achieve those goals. Because if it was easy, then it wouldn't be anything worthwhile. Then everyone would do it and nothing would be extraordinary. If you're young and listening to this, I hope that you realize what you have in potential as a human, a young human. If you're older and realize that you haven't done as much as you could or wanted to, well, guess what? Now is the time to make that change. It's never too late. (laughs) It's never too late. Start now. Okay, I'm going to calm down. I'm getting really excited, as you can tell. I love this topic. Let's get into some perspectives. So, if you exercise, I have never, ever in my travels come across a man as large as you, with as much muscles. No pain. You could exercise your entire life. Eventually, you're still going to die. Exercise will not keep you alive longer than your life expectancy. That's nonsense. Eating healthy will only keep you alive. As long as you are expected to live, it will make it less painful, but you will still hit your end. So exercise and diet and supplements and all that kind of thing is quality of life. It has very little to do with longevity. Again, I've said this before. If it had something to do with longevity, then all those people that drink a fifth of alcohol every day, smoke two packs of cigarettes, eat fast food, and do absolutely nothing for their health, and they live to be 105, well, they pretty much nullify all of that. You can do all the right things. Eventually, you're just going to stop. That's just the way it is. So why not make everything that you do meaningful, creative, helpful, moral, consistent, trustworthy, with integrity and righteousness than the antithesis of those? Why not? Why not run your life this way? Meaningfulness, creativity, helpfulness, morality, being consistent. Are you consistent? being trustworthy, integrity, and being righteous. Those are awesome. Will they have an impact on your physical health? Absolutely, they will. Because you're living in the positive. You're doing positive things. You have to decide how much time you're willing to spend in all three aspects of your life. Should they be equal? Should I spend, let's say, more time on one than the other? That's up to you. Do you find one thing more important than the other, or are they just all equal? So for you, what's more painful when it's out of balance? That's a very interesting conundrum, isn't it? What hurts you the most? So mental is excruciating because you can't stop thinking about whatever it is that's on your mind. Spiritual is excruciating because you're wondering if you will see God or see hell. Why am I here? If I'm here for a purpose, what is that purpose? If I'm just a random chance, then should I be a good person or just live for myself and do whatever I want? I would say, remember, reap and sow. That concept has nothing to do with anything religious. Physical hurts. That's why that one can be excruciating. Do you feel the pain from your body, even though really it's from your brain, which may tie into your mental or physical state. Remember when we spoke about EMF fields? You can have physical problems coming from a bad EMF and that will manifest as your mental state. So the EMF field is hurting you physically but then also coming out mentally. Man, you are all one. You can have nightmares, lucid dreams, physical ailments, or any number of mental things, depression, suicide, anxiety, all of it. Most of the anxiety attacks people have are literally just physical stuff because everything is interconnected. There is no part of you that's on its own. Mind, body, and spirit, they're all one. They are not separated. They are interchangeable and cannot be separated. Most mental problems are physically related, like I just said, because you're so interconnected that you're not really going to see so much of the spiritual ill health because of physical. You might usually go the opposite. When you don't feel well, then you call out to the universe or God or whatever, please help me. Usually when you have physical ailments, and it gets to the mental side, that's the fear starts coming in, and I'm never going to get better, and am I always going to be like this, that kind of thing. Maybe I should just, well, you know what I was about to say. I won't say it. Even things like OCD, ADHD, ADD, all those kinds of things, most of those can be corrected physically. It's amazing how many physical ailments cause all of that stuff. When you physically feel well, most of your mental issues go away. Most of the mental issues are caused by, number one, too much sugar and carbohydrates and lack of saturated fat, which saturated fat is the key to all of your health. I'm telling you right now, saturated fat from animals is a macronutrient and it has micronutrients. The macro is the full spectrum. That's the saturated fat. The micro. Is the cholesterol that's in there? I've told you this before. Saturated fat keeps you alive, cholesterol makes you healthy. Increase the saturated fat content of your food, definitely animal based, because you really can't get it any other way, and you will notice all aspects of your health increase. I'm telling you, if you don't believe me, look at the real science behind saturated fat. You will find that there is no real science showing that saturated fat is bad for you. It's actually the opposite. They don't want to tell you that. Why is fat healthier than sugar? Eric, I thought we weren't talking about the body. This is all about the body, mind, and spirit. I'm going to hit on the body really quick. Okay, follow me. So fat is slow burning and sugar is fast burning. And if you love the whole Chinese thing and you know the existential type stuff, well, one is yin and one is yang. By the way, if you wanna say those correctly, it's yin and yang. So your tongue goes yin, forward yang, goes down and back. They are opposite, just like yin and yang is always opposite. One is more soft, the other one is more hard, one is more energetic, one is more relaxed. It's the balance. If you're running your body at high speed all the time on sugar, it's very stressful. It's like clenching your teeth, for example, or thinking too much on a subject or doing the same thing over and over and over again, or ingesting substances that increase your heart rate and affect your adrenals like coffee, drugs, hormones, stimulating activities that make you addicted to a state like a... like skydiving, or anything that makes you adrenaline addicted, which are many facets from, well, sexual to athletic. These stimulate the sympathetic nervous system. The parasympathetic is what calms you down because you need balance. Let's go back to clenching your teeth real quick and give this analogy. When you're clenching your teeth, you're constantly in the sympathetic nervous state, okay? You're in hyper overdrive. You're literally just clenching constantly. That's going to put your body in a full state of fight or flight. You're not relaxing. When you can realize you're doing that, relax, sit back, take some deep breaths, get into your Zen moment. You'll find, oh, I feel better. That's the parasympathetic. You see, it's not just woo-woo. It's actually real. Your autonomic nervous system is trying to create a homeostasis. And when it's sympathetic, it's all jazzed up. And when it's parasympathetic, it's all calmed down. It's all good, man. We're all good. Let's go surfing. To create a homeostasis of a balance between a high state and a low state, what should you do? Well, that's up to you. Like, where do you want to live your life? I'm not saying that you need to be an adrenaline junkie But for balance, as I spoke of for the beginning of this episode, it's up to you. This should be a new perspective on how you should live your life. What are you doing? What should you consume? How you should view everything around you in your life in order to create a more balanced state? Well, we do this as humans. We brought it upon ourselves. There are things you can do to counteract your stress. They are literally there's. Literally a million ways to, to reduce your stress. What is it for you? If you hate your life, well, change it. Hope you stick with it. Surfing's the source. It'll change your life, swear to God. What stimulates you? Because if you stay in a state of depression and low life, then you will die quickly from either your health of your soul or a life of nothing. Find what you love and do it. You are in control of your mind, body, and spirit. Most people go through life just doing whatever happens to them at the moment. I am guilty of this. We are all guilty of this. Or you can be more focused. You can set yourself up for what you want. For a long time, I was going to do this podcast for you. I planned on starting it in 2018. I was all ready to go, and I didn't do it. I put it off. Many reasons, some valid, some invalid. But I had to pull the trigger. I wanted to help you. I had to do something, not just to get all this stuff out and give it to you, but I really wanted to help humanity. I wanted to help you. Do you want health, fame, money? Because those are the basis for most people's inherent human desire. Is it fulfillment? Is it satisfaction from anything you've done in your life? Is it creativity from what you've put your heart's energy into? If you put your heart's energy into something, the metaphorical heart, that might be something a little different. Maybe could that be art? That's interesting. All right. So your health is not just food or exercise. It's way more than that. Can you see what I'm getting at with all of this? So how is it? Some people can do all the unhealthiest things, but be happy their whole life and live to be really old because there's more to the body than just physical. They can do all the worst things physical, but the other two thirds of their life, spiritual and mental are really awesome. Here are some of the things that you can think about. Do you have any hobbies at all? Any interests? Or something that is positive or something that builds your mind or builds your body or builds your spirit? Is there anything in your life that you have like that? Because if you spend all your time watching television or some other activity which is totally useless, then it will drain two-thirds of you. It drains your mind and your spirit. Eventually, that will have an impact on your physical. This, please listen to what I'm about to tell you. This is where you are at right now in your life. This is where you are right now. Are you willing to start? Because you need to start now. Or else you will pay the consequences. All of the negative things I spoke of earlier, from guilt to depression to not accomplishing anything to living a life that is just blah. If you start now, you have from now until the end to do great things, to be awesome. Your age is where you are right now. How much of your life is left? Let that sink in. How much of your life is left? Wherever you are in your life, maybe you should find a hobby or something that stimulates you, something that's good for other humans, or volunteer your time for something that you care about. It will reap major benefits, I guarantee you. This is one of the things they tell people who are in depression get out, do things for other people. You will feel better. That's just one thing. I love doing this podcast for you. It is so much fun for me to finally get all this information out and give it to you. It's absolutely wonderful. This is something you can do start your own podcast talking about whatever interest you have. I guarantee you, it will reap for you mental, physical, and spiritual benefits. I guarantee you. As a human, you are not meant to sit in a living room on a couch or a lazy boy watching television for the rest of your life. As a human, you are meant to interact and be creative and to use your wisdom. If you are healthy, you're able to do all these things to make yourself a fulfilled and fulfilling life. It doesn't matter how long you live. It doesn't matter if you're famous or not. Most famous people are unhappy they're depressed. How many famous people kill themselves? Happens all the time. What matters is that you gave all of yourself in these three ways, mind, body, and spirit, or you cultivated yourself in these three ways, mind, body, spirit. Otherwise, what did you do with your life? Did you help anybody in mind, body, or spirit? Did you enjoy any part of your life Because most people will tell you that their greatest joys were giving themselves to somebody else in some form or fashion. That constitutes being a servant. There's nothing better to be as a human than a servant. Doesn't sound like that's the greatest thing to be. Oh, I should be a servant to other people? Yeah, absolutely. Because it's weird, because when you do that, it actually is very fulfilling, knowing that you're taking care of other people and making them happy. It's a crazy thought, but why do butlers put up with being a butler? Like, why would, why would they want to do that job? Because at the end of their life, they have more to look back on than most people. A servant is the greatest calling that a human can have to deny yourself and give yourself for other people. Because if you give everything to just yourself, there's nothing left but just you. If you give yourself to others, you have all of those people to show for it. When you realize that what you've done for someone else and help them, you become fulfilled. Isn't that weird? Like you just know it. Why is that? When you see someone else happy because of something you've done for them, Why do you feel so good? That's because you were a servant to them. It is in your makeup. It brings all three aspects together, mind, body, and spirit coalescing into just one entity, you. It makes you feel good because it's the fulfillment of all three aspects. Your mind, body, and spirit come together when you serve other people, when you do things for other people, when you love other people, when you're moral and good. When you're moral and good and you do all these things for other people, it's weird. You live a long time. You're just healthier because you're happier. And isn't that what everybody wants? The healthiest people have the least amount of stress the best balance of their mind and have an outlook greater than themselves. Think about that. They think about more than themselves. I know that this was outside the normal health, let's say, episodes that I've done. I get it. But I will tell you that this is probably more important than anything else. Because if you live a great life happy, healthy life and you did minimal things to make your physical body healthy, but you have these other areas of your body, mental and spiritual, that counteract that unhealthy lifestyle or not quite as healthy as you should have been, and you had a great life, isn't that health? Is only health physical? I don't think so. I don't believe so at all because you could be the healthiest person in the world, but be in a mental institution, and it's just total torture. And spiritually, wow, spiritually is a whole nother area. Thank you for hearing me out on this one. I really appreciate it. I hope this drove home to you areas in your life that you haven't really thought about. Maybe you're struggling with some of this stuff. Absolutely reach out to people. I encourage you to do whatever it takes to make your life awesome. What are you doing for your mind? What are you doing for your body? What are you doing for your spirit? Don't neglect them. This is you. This is who you are. You can't get relaxed on these things. Next thing you know, life's gone. That's why everybody always says, oh, time flies. Yeah, because we don't spend any time thinking about the important things of life. Mind, body, spirit. You're important. People love you. You love other people. Figure out what it is in your life that you need to do to make yourself healthy. Thank you for listening today. I really appreciate you. Take care of yourself. If you want to contact me, my info is in the description box. Feel free to ask a question or suggest a topic. Maybe some feedback. Whatever. I look at every email and every comment. But please be constructive. I will not tolerate spam or rudeness or lewd comments. This is a place for healing and knowledge, not a negative space. If you want to read the transcript, it will be located on my website for each episode. It is therealityofhealth.com.